0: And welcome everybody to this podcast featuring YTI Career Institute and uh, we are here today to talk about a very exciting uh, program, respiratory therapy, and we're also excited to talk about some breaking news where there's been a new accreditation. So my name is Ann Baldwin and I'm joined today by Jim Bologo, who's a president and CEO of YTI and also PCI, but we're really focused today on YTI because Jim, you just got some great news. COARC, which is the Commission on Accreditation for Respiratory Care, um, has allowed you at your Altoona campus to have a change in curriculum in respiratory therapy. So where should we begin? That's great news. But first, why don't you explain a little bit about respiratory therapy? I know we've heard a lot about it in the news lately with this coronavirus. It's kind of a emerging profession, if you will.
1: Yeah. Well, Ann, thanks for having me. And uh, I'm excited to be here and excited to talk about respiratory therapy. I mean, it's one—it's probably one of the most dynamic and technology-driven uh, career choices in healthcare right now. And um, with the coronavirus and, and all that's been going on, I mean, it's predominantly a pulmonary-related um, illness. I mean, respiratory therapists are generally using high-tech medical equipment, um, and they're using, they're using their patient assessment skills that they're, they're learning while they're in school as well as in their, their clinical settings while they're being educated and trained you know, in the care and treatment of patients with, with these respiratory diseases. Um, and again, you know, some of the responsibilities in a clinical setting, you know, may include, you know, analyzing patients' lungs, their lung functions, um, determining levels of oxygen and carbon dioxide, you know, performing, you know, uh, uh, chest uh, physical exams, you know, determine what kind of uh, therapy is best for uh, each each individual situation. So, you know, respiratory care uh, technicians are generally, you know, working along the bedside under the direction of a physician, and uh, they'll, they'll work in a variety of different um, hospital settings, including intensive care units, managing, they'll manage ventilators and artificial uh, airway devices for patients who can't breathe on their own, um, and pediatric units, they're helping kids with uh, respiratory conditions, you know, ranging from premature birth to asthma, and, and in in emergency rooms, or. are know assisting in life-saving treatment so it's a little bit about what a respiratory care technician would do Um, and um, you know and and given the coronavirus again as I mentioned earlier um, this is a pulmonary related um, uh, virus and and as a result uh, it impacts your breathing and um, so uh, you know right now it's a it's a great time to you know be a respiratory care technician and um, you know they're uh, they're integral and essential um, in in the healthcare uh, environment.
0: So it used to be that folks studying respiratory therapy went to your Altoona, Pennsylvania campus, um, but now that you've gotten approval on how to change delivery of this respiratory um, therapy program, things are going to change a bit, right? So it's not necessarily all in the brick and mortar. mortar. Um, It's more, you know, again, virtual learning. And then a lot of what respiratory therapists do are their clinicals. So to me, this is, Kind of freeing people up a little bit to study respiratory therapy from afar, even.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, with the uh, the recent change in our accreditation uh, through the programmatic accreditor uh, COARC, um, they they obviously have approved us for this um, new delivery method, and then our institutional accreditor ACCSC has also approved us. So, so that's the uh, the nature um, or the steps, the progress that we have to go through to to become um, accredited in a distance learning or blended learning environment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, to your point, it's, we're, we're, we're really excited about this because what this now does is it opens up, um, our program to, um, st- prospective students really across not only Pennsylvania, um, but really all of the, all of the Northeast and, um, and, and really all over the country. If if we, if we choose to do that, mm-hmm. um, because what, what students are going to do is, um, even though the, the program is housed out of our Altoona, Pennsylvania campus, um, they are going to, um, the new program that's starting July 20th, um, they are going to be um, enrolled in, in taking about about three quarters of their program, uh, their didactic learning, which includes, you know, lectures and simulated projects and simulated lab work. That will all be done online. Mm-hmm. And then the remaining 26% of the program uh, will be done in a, um, a a supervised clinical setting, you know, where they hone their tangible skills, you know, using this high tech gear um, in 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 the clinical settings that I had mentioned earlier in, in the podcast. So uh, we're really very excited because it's going to open up uh, for us a a larger um, a larger area of, of potential um, students who, who might have some interest, but either don't have the time or the time of day to attend mm-hmm. a program
0: It gives more uh, flexibility like absolutely. you
1: said yeah so so we're, we're excited about that and um you know we're um we're in the early stages right now we actually you know have some prospective students um uh outside of uh, pennsylvania already we have some students actually from the From the baltimore maryland area have reached out to us who've heard about the the program and um you know and again my expectation is that we would um at least in the in the uh, immediate future um see um prospective students coming from possibly pittsburgh or or philadelphia and anywhere uh, yeah anywhere really but in some of the bigger cities where there's um you know maybe there's not as uh, you know a robust program or, or or a group of programs so you know i think that we're um we're really quite excited about it. It's it's really going to change the uh, you know the, the face of the program. And um, uh, again, you know we've we've been at this now in our Altoona campus since about 2012 when we first started the program. And there's a lengthy process that you have to go through with CoARC in terms of getting the program accredited. And again, accreditation. I mean, I try to often explain to folks that it's it's it, it's a form of a quality system for education. And and again, it's it's very similar to if you're in the manufacturing world. Um, you know ISO 9000 or something like that there's a set of standards that we have to follow and that uh, ensures that we have a quality program
0: well and it's a it's a 21 month program too and I also understand that YTI is grandfathered in to this two year program where a lot of the other respiratory therapy programs you have to have that four year degree In this case, it's like I said, it's grandfathered in, so it's it's less time with the same career path, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were we were fortunate enough that um, um, because we had started the program in two thousand and twelve, I mean there was a recent decision uh, to expand the you know the number of of hours, if you will, to to becoming a respiratory care technician. So um, our program uh, again is twenty one months, and uh, you know we're excited that uh, we're able to get students into school. Uh, for a relatively short period of time, and then out, um, out into the workplace, um, you know, helping, um, you know, helping every one of the the healthcare environments that that need need the assistance in and around, you know, how all of us um, breathe every day. So, mm-hmm. so again, it's um, you know, we're excited, we're excited that we're able to keep um, the program short, and. Um, and students are, are able to get through the program and, and, and get into the, the workforce quickly.
0: And I know that Vicki Kane, um, who works with you at YTI, has been instrumental in seeing this happen. And we're going to have another podcast with her coming up about some of the places that these respiratory therapists have landed, um, you know, their, with their profession and with their expertise. And you talked a little bit about what is respiratory care. And there's so many different avenues that you can really pursue once you get that degree and that's really the beauty of you know the diversity if you will in respiratory care and you know I guess the problem or the blessing and the problem is that this whole COVID thing I'd never really heard of a respiratory therapist but now everybody's talking about them and how really key they are in the care of patients with respiratory issues.
1: Yeah no absolutely I think uh, you know whenever we have you know you know, these, uh, these sort of events and um, you know I think it brings the light that um, you know, clearly, breathing is important, and, and and our lungs are obviously very vital to our success as a, as a human. Right. And um, yeah, and I think that um, again, trying to make um, you know, folks out in the in the world aware that you know there are there are these vocations that you know require a relatively short amount of time, and um, you know, and the, and there's and there's a nice blended approach where you can do, again, your your sort of lecture and and, and project work and, lab, and simulated lab work online. You know um in a flexible way and then and then obviously getting into a um a clinical setting where you you know you work on your your tangible skills you know Mm -hmm. and and again we're we're big on um not only the the theoretical education and training that goes on but but really applying that 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 education and training in a practical environment because again that's what employers are are asking of us uh, so that when they get an entry-level graduate of ours that you know they 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 are well grounded in in a lot of what I'd call the basics, you know, the basic blocking and tackling. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we take great pride in trying to make sure that every student, you know, has a a phenomenal experience with us. And, um, and again, I would just simply say that, you know, respiratory care, uh, technicians, it it is a, it is a, um, you know, an academically, you know, a little more academically challenging program. So I would just simply say that it's, um, it's a program that you, you know, like anything in, in life, I mean, you really have to sort of stick at it. And, um, you know, with regards to the future, you know, around um, around uh, uh, the job outlook, if you will, um, if you look at the Bureau of Labor Statistics, I mean, um, I, you know, last time I looked at that, I think through twenty twenty four, the projected growth rate for um, respiratory care uh, technicians or therapists um, was was averaging around twelve percent. So. You know, there's 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 good opportunity mm-hmm. uh, moving forward in, the, yeah. in this field. there's
0: huge demand. And, you know, again, you talked about we're speaking with Jim Beloga, who's the president and CEO of YTI. And it really is the respiratory program is a blended learning experience. And not only do you get that qualified instruction, which you already have a reputation for, but you also get student support as well as, you know, the independence and flexibility of online learning. So it really is. know a win-win for the lifestyles that we lead today so finally Jim the big question is you've got classes that are starting in July Um, how can people find out more information about the program
1: yeah great question Um, the the easiest way is is to go to yti.edu so yti.edu or uh, what we are doing right now is we are holding Um, some webinars some informational webinars
0: and virtual tours
1: and and virtual tours and um, and and so if anybody has any interest we're going to be holding um, uh, some some virtual uh, webinars where we're going to be sharing information about um, all of the programs that we offer at at yti career institute Um, and and what we will be doing is 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 from there um, you know, um, soliciting folks in terms of their, their interest, if you will, in the various programs that we do offer at, at, at our campuses in Pennsylvania. And, um, and they can go online and have a virtual tour. Um, if they're further along in the process in, in terms of their decision making, um, you know, they can always go right online and apply right online mm-hmm. as well. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible right. for prospective students to get the information they need to make a good decision um, about their future uh, it, with regards to becoming a respiratory care technician.
0: Right. And we should also mention that, you know, um, there's been a lot of downsizing. There's been a lot of folks who've been furloughed. There's been a lot of folks who, you know, really have had to sit at home and think about how to recreate themselves and what the future of gainful employment means. And you're looking at the people who are working today. It's people in healthcare. It's people in the trades. So it only is to your benefit to go to the website. That's Y T I dot edu. Again, they're signing up for classes now come July. So Jim Beloga, thank you. This was an interesting conversation and I want to thank folks who listened to this podcast and hopefully we've given you some additional information and at least piqued your interest in uh, YTI's respiratory therapy program. And thank you for listening.